0: On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to discuss webcams in a series we call Webcam Mania. Mania, 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 mania. And with that, today's episode is also made possible by our good friends at Movo. And uh, Steve, have you ever wanted to have a really nice podcasting mic on your desk? Yes. Well, believe it or not, Movo makes an amazing desktop microphone that you can use for podcasting and voiceovers and all the video voiceovers that you need. It's called the UM700, and it gives you a variety of different pickup patterns. So you can go from an omnidirectional to a cardioid to even a dual microphone and stereo microphone system at the flip of a little switch. Like a Yeti. Shh, don't say that word, don't say that word, okay. but yes, right. it is very similar. In fact, uh, if you're watching on video, if I duck my head, Ooh. you can see it behind me in all of its nice black goodness. And it is a lovely microphone, it does a great job. I've been using it with my, uh, my Pi 400 that I talked about earlier, and using it to do uh, screen capture videos on the Raspberry Pi 400. Very good little microphone, and you can get it right now along with a bunch of goodies by heading on over to pocketvideopro.com/um700. And with that, Steve, are we ready to hit that funky music? Hit it, Ray. All right. Well, here, here he's it comes. Ray, the video guy. Yeah, Ray, the video guy. His skill is where it's at.
1: And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness, with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper, and the homepage, GoVMM.com. You can listen, you can subscribe to the Podcatchers, our favorite, Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review, and all that good stuff. Oh, there it is again. It shuts off. you got to change that power Sweet, setting on there. I know, it so, shuts um, off
0: in like, like about five minutes, two minutes, three minutes, somewhere around there.
1: If, if you're listening to the audio, you have no clue what we're talking about, but ray has got a new toy.' And you got a can new see toy in, in the background. The background. And, and yeah. after
0: a couple minutes, the uh, screen turns off. so Gotta So? How's, read just how's, the,
1: settings. how's the wild uh, world of escape rooms going?
0: Ooh, it's going good. We actually have somebody in right now, so uh, I don't know if we'll hear them or not, but uh, they're in the room, and actually starting in about three minutes, they'll be in there. So if you hear lightning and thunder and screaming, you'll know why. Cut Camp Rutledge, Camp Rutledge. I believe. I believe okay. that's what they're in.
1: Okay, so, all right. Tough to say because I'm hidden in here. And then you are uh, buying investment
0: properties as well. Well, of course, yes. We're actually working on one right now, and uh, you know, it's going good, going well yeah. so far.
1: Yeah, life is good if you're Ray, the video guy.
0: I don't know about that, but it's not too bad. But not Steve, bad. we got to talk about something serious. Yes. Have you ever suffered from mania? Yes. Mm. They, they've got me on meds for it. I don't think Hulkamania
1: counts. Oh, okay. Manic Depressive? Maybe. That mania. was a Jimi Hendrix song.
0: Well, because today, of course, we're going to be talking about Webcamania. mania. We need an echo sound. ECHO MEDIA! So what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about the different kinds of webcams that you can use for your videos and live streaming. As uh, you may know, I shoot from this desk right here all the time. Live videos, recorded videos, trainings, you name it, I do it right from this very desk And uh, I've had an opportunity to use a lot of different types of cameras in order to make this possible. And of course, uh, there are many different cameras that you can use, including ones that are built in and ones that cost a lot of money and ones that only cost a little bit of money. And so we're going to talk about a few of those and what you would need to do a really nice video to get started with. And the first thing we want to talk about is, of course, you got your built in cameras. Those things come right with your computer and all you have to do is uh turn on your computer and your little webcam will pop on steve what webcam are you using right now
1: the logitech whatever number that is uh nice i can never remember so it's not numbers, the built-in but, yeah. one not the built-in no one. no it's it's a logitech it was what you
0: used to use the c920 C920, that's And we'll it. talk about that one in a minute. So yes, you can use your built-in webcam. Now, why would you want to use that? Well, the big reason is because it's there and it's cheap and you're ready to go. Uh, does it matter if you use that particular camera, that built-in webcam? Well, the reality is it's certainly better than doing nothing at all. However, most built-in webcams are not very good. Uh, I am sitting in front of an iMac Pro and the webcam on that is, eh, it's not great. The old iMac, same, I think it's the same webcam that was in the past iMacs as well. Just not great webcams. They're okay. They're not bad. They're okay. Many others, some can be good, some can be better, some can be terrible. It really just depends on which brand you buy, but test it out and remember that if you're going to shoot any videos, you've got to have some sort of camera. So if you've got one that's built in, it's certainly better than not doing a video at all. And it's a good first step. Get in there, use that, and start recording You know whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Because again, something is better than nothing. And in some cases, the built-in webcams are barely better than nothing, but still better than doing nothing at all. But that's a, a great you know first step way to get started doing live videos and and video recordings is to just use the webcam that's built into your laptop or your desktop um but of course if you want to take it a little more seriously there are different levels we can go to really take it up a notch and the first thing is of course to get a webcam from your local store you can get these at uh, pretty much anywhere like uh, a best buy even walmart sell some um And if you've ever been to – Steve, have you ever been to a place called Micro Center? No, I haven't. Ooh. Micro Center, it's a store. We actually have one here kind of locally, about 40 minutes from here. Uh, And I stopped by. That's where I got my Raspberry Pi. They actually had them on the shelf, which is amazing because you're not going to find that on the shelf in most places. But Micro Center is – imagine Best Buy with a lot less organization and a lot more geeky products. And that's kind of what a micro center is. You could buy everything from, uh, you know, little transistors and and, uh, capacitors to rebuild an old computer to, um, you know, PCBs for different things, your Raspberry Pis, all the way up to full-blown gaming systems and computers and things like that.
1: Sounds like what what Radio Shack was back in the day.
0: I, I actually referred to it as a cross between an old Radio Shack and a Best Buy. Okay and if you could imagine that on a much bigger level because obviously radio shacks were usually pretty tiny places but yeah. this place is big 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 uh, has all this you know you can hear the lightning and thunder It just started yay so anyway micro center great place to uh, to pick up things like that as well but you can get a nice webcam for you know, anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars uh, the Logitech C920 is my personal favorite and has been for a long time and that one runs nowadays probably about seventy to eighty dollars it's an HD camera. It looks really good. And the reason that I like it is the actual, um, you know, it's its not too wide of a camera, but it's not too narrow a focused camera either. It fits in there right nice. In fact, the uh, the newer version of it, the C922, I believe that one, the thing I didn't like about that one, it was too wide. It actually, you know, was a much more wide angle lens and I didn't like that as much. Um, At least I believe that was the problem. Maybe it was the opposite and it was too narrow, but I believe it was a wide angle lens and uh, I didn't like that. But not a bad camera either. Another one that's, you know, hovering around that $90 range that you can pick up. But the Logitech C920, it is the one that almost everybody that I know that does any kind of live video either uses it or has used it in the past because it is that good. Um, I've had mine for a couple years and I still have two of them. I've got one right in front of me here. I've got one up here that we actually still use that gets me my second angle and uh, they plug in USB they look good again they're high definition you can control them with the software so if you get uh, you know webcam settings is the tool that I use and it allows you to change everything on there from the zoom to the colors and everything else and it controls it really really well so it's just a nice little camera uh, you can get the Logitech software I didn't like that nearly as much but the um, the third-party softwares were, were pretty good for that at least on Mac uh, on PC not sure maybe uh, you know could be better. Could I, be the only option for all we know. I'm not nah, sure.
1: I I had it. I didn't like it. I don't. When I bought it sure. to computer, whenever it was a year ago, I didn't install it. What I do use is, uh, I mean, for instance, with uh, uh, Memo Call that you use, it just automatically finds it with um, sure. Uh, some of the Sky streaming YouTube. software, to interface with YouTube, it automatically finds it, and Camtasia automatically finds it, so I just nice. I didn't need it, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's a beautiful camera, and again, for only about $100, you're going to get a much better picture than the built-in cameras, and it's going to be HD, um, which, you know, like, for instance, my built-in one here is 720, uh, it, it, which is technically HD, but it's not a... You know, it's not a high quality HD. Uh, With the Logitech, you're gonna get a full 1080p, and uh, it's not 4K, but then again, if you're streaming at 4K, you're probably gonna have other issues you have to worry about anyway. But with 1080p, it works really good. It's a very nice camera. So the next step up from there, well, there's a few different ways you can go with this. Uh, You could actually use your camcorder. So if you've got a fairly new camcorder, you can use that as your webcam and there are ways to set that up and and to use that and typically those are going to be 1080p cameras these days you can get you know a decent web uh, excuse me a decent um, camcorder at a place like Best Buy or Micro Center for probably a couple hundred dollars uh, it just depends on how good you want to go they can be over a thousand if you really go high but you can get one for a couple hundred dollars I actually used to use a Canon camera that I had, um, which was a little camcorder, it was an HD, and it worked pretty good. The, that poor camera got so beat up over the years, though, that it, now it just kind of sits in a in a bag. I probably should pull it out and play with it at some point in time. But um, it was a little bit difficult to use because it only worked through FireWire, which, you know, that's kind of old school nowadays now you need adapters and everything else to even be able to use it with firewire. And so we kind of lost that ability, but when we did have that, it actually did work well for, uh, using as a webcam. The next step up, Oh, Steve, this is the one that we tried to use. And I'll tell you, the picture was beautiful. Picture was beautiful. We used my smartphone. So there's actually software out there that will allow you to take your iPhone, and I'm assuming your Android phone, and use it as a webcam. And I got to tell you, it did a beautiful, beautiful job. It made a beautiful picture. It looked nice. And you could really see a big difference between the C920 quality and the iPhone's quality on, on the camera. And you might say, well, wait a minute. That's a 1080p camera, and you're probably using 1080p in there, but I'll tell you, Uh, you know, the lenses, the the sensors, whatever it happened to be, it looked a whole lot better. When we use the C920, although it's HD and it has a pretty good picture, one of the issues that we have with that is you turn on the lights and you get a lot of like harsh light areas, you get a lot of deep shadows, and it's just very, very contrasty. The minute that we switched to using the iPhone as the webcam, it actually looked really nice. The color was better, um, you know, the, the, the dark areas weren't, as, weren't you know, as shadowy, and there wasn't any real bright spots. It was a very nice, even image, and it looked really, really good. I liked that a lot. Um, we did have to use a third-party software, and the one that I used is called Camo, C-A-M-O, and you actually put a piece of software on your phone itself and a piece of software on your computer and that's how they talk to each other. And the big thing that it does there is it removes all the junk off of your uh, smartphone screen. So, because you, if you're gonna use your smartphone as a camera, you don't want people to be seeing the time and the date and you know whatever else is on the camera, all the little things that will show up. So this gives you the, the clean camera image only. Uh, The problem that we had was as soon as I installed that software on my computer and we tried to connect with it and everything, it looked great, but every time we went live, we would get cut off. It would all of a sudden freeze up everything and, and stop the live feed. And so I think there was something with that software. I can't guarantee that it was the camo software that was causing the problem, but it seemed to happen as soon as we started using that. And now that I've stopped using that, all of a sudden it looks better, but again, that's a great option if you can get the software to work properly and it works for you it's going to give you a great picture it's not going to cost you anything because you have probably already got a phone so you don't have to go out and buy a phone just for that you probably already got one you just stick it onto a tripod or prop it up somehow and you can get a really great picture very quickly and very easily and again it was a very nice picture Uh, another option that we had and i don't have it in front of me because i have put it away is the Mevo camera. Now, if you're not familiar with the Mevo camera, the Mevo camera is, uh, it's a live streaming camera that you can use anywhere. It usually connects to your phone and you can use your phone to control it and you can do a live stream from pretty much anywhere and you can cut back and forth and do all sorts of really cool things with it. Well, it now has a webcam mode where you can put it as your webcam, control it from your computer and it actually does a pretty good job. My issue with that particular one was it's a fixed focus lens, essentially. And so therefore, everything is in focus. So right now, if you're watching this on video, you kind of see that the stuff behind me is slightly out of focus with that bokeh effect. And you're not going to get that with the Mevo. It is meant to be everything is in focus behind you, in front of you, uh, which is good and bad. In some cases, that can be a good thing. In some cases, that can be a bad thing. You know, like right now we're using a camera that has a, a very, you know, the depth of field is very strong. So if I put my hand up to the camera, it's going to be blurred and I'll be hopefully in focus. But if I move too close or move too back, too far back, I'm going to go out of focus. And the stuff behind me is slightly out of focus as well. With the Mevo, the picture is really nice, but you're always going to have everything in focus. And it's, the normal shot is very wide and you can zoom in on that and, and you know, Uh, get a tighter picture but um you know it's good but not fantastic um and it's great it's a great camera for everything else but as a webcam it's better than most but still has some of those issues now oh and by the way the the mevo i'm not even sure what that goes for these days probably 199 bucks somewhere around there you still Uh, got yours oh yes yep it's just Um, sitting uh i think it's in in the drawer in the other room there but um, it, it does a great job. It's a great little camera. If you're going to be on the road and do things live with other people, really good camera to have. Um, as a webcam, eh, it's, it's okay. The picture is good. But like I said, I wanted something that you know had a little bit more depth of field than, than that's going to have for you. But again, you can get that for, I, I believe, about $199 these days. They may have uh, a second version that's a little bit more expensive. But it is a very good camera, and it does work extremely well. Now... The next level of this is to use a DSLR. Now, DSLR is what looks like an old professional style camera with the, you know, interchangeable lenses and and all of that stuff. And and I shouldn't really say that. There are some DSLRs that are less expensive that don't have uh, changeable lenses. I think there's some really nice Sonys that people like that are uh, pretty compact DSLRs, and they've got a fixed lens attached to them. But there's a lot of different options on that. Uh, What I'm using right now is a Canon camera. Um, And the one that I'm using is I just pulled out an old uh, T3i, which is, uh, I believe it's the 650D is what it's called, I think. So it's not a a super expensive camera, but it's not um, a cheap camera either. This one probably goes for, well, right nowadays, an equivalent one would probably go for about 800 bucks if you went to the store. Um, so it's not a, a super high end like the 5D, which which will cost you, you know, 2000 bucks or whatever. Um, and I apologize to all you photographers out there for I'm screwing up my numbers because I'm not a photographer. But um, the DSLR is good. There are some, some good things to it and there are some down things to it. Um, they are a little more finicky. And when we were going to get started here, I'd been doing a few live shots and things. And then I had to plug things and unplug things again to get it to come back up. Uh, and also there is the possibility with these that they'll overheat so you could be doing a long video and all of a sudden the camera overheats this one doesn't seem to do that doesn't seem to get hot i haven't had it shut off when i'm doing uh fairly long videos yet so i've been lucky hopefully that won't happen while we're on here and of course even if it does you'll just see a blank screen anyway and it won't matter because this is an audio podcast so nobody will care be better off probably But uh, the great thing about using a DSLR, you can change your lenses, you can get the bokeh effect, you can uh, change your focal lengths, you can do all sorts of fun things with that and you're going to get probably the best picture you're going to get out of anything. Now I will say this, Steve, um, as much as I like using this as my camera and I like the bokeh effect and everything, I do have to say I think I like the look of the iPhone a little bit better than I do the the uh the dslr i think oh. it actually did a slightly better job of you know evening out the different um tones and whatnot this one you know, if i get too close you can kind of well it's not doing it now but sometimes when i get too close it'll really you'll start to see the shining on the forehead and whatnot which you didn't really see on the iphone it, it you know it seemed to handle that a little bit better which is kind of odd you wouldn't think that would be the case but this certainly does look a lot better than traditional web cameras and uh you know you get a lot more control over it and the great thing is, you know, if you've got a, a DSLR, it doesn't take anything to really put it together. You, you grab a piece of software. In this case, I've got uh, the Canon EOS utility. And, uh, you know, you set your camera into video mode and you click a few buttons. And the next thing you know, you've got really nice webcam working for you with a nice lens and of course you can change the lenses that are on here so if you don't like the I'm just using the stock lens that came with this but I've got other lenses I could put on here that would make a difference um I've got one lens but it's you know way too wide it's a really really nice looking lens but it's too wide and then I've got uh, telephoto lenses which I could put that on here and play around with those and and you know see what kind of image we get out of that but right now just using the stock lens I even put it on autofocus even though it doesn't seem to you know, seem to do anything in this mode anyway, because I think on this, this particular model, um, I don't think autofocus works in video mode, it only works in traditional camera mode, so
1: yeah.
0: really no need to put it on there, which is ironic because while it's turned on, the autofocus is turned on, I actually can't adjust the focus with my hand, but it's not going to autofocus either, so. Oh, I see. It should probably yeah. turn it off and then just yeah. manually do it, but. Uh, It's a great way to really get a nice shot. Um, I, you know, I've enjoyed it. I've only been using it as my camera for the last couple of days, but it really does give a much nicer effect. It looks really good, I think. Um, You know, even though it is showing me, it still looks pretty good. I look good.
1: For the way you look.
0: For the way I look I look good, but yeah. And, and the great thing is, you know, you can make all sorts of adjustments with this. So I can sit here and I can adjust my lights and then adjust the camera to that. So if I want to make myself brighter, but make the background darker, I can go in and brighten my light here to hit me and then turn the camera, you know, stop that down a little bit and really get whatever look I want. And that's what makes this such a great option is you really can control everything you want and, you know, make it look exactly as you want it to look. You can have more depth of field, less depth of field. Um, change colors, you know, just a lot of different options that you can have in this. You can change the uh, the the frame rate that it shoots in and and the, um, the aspect ratio and all of that. I will say with the T3i that we have here, the Canon EOS utility doesn't give me all the control that I want on this one because this is an older camera. I've had this one for years. That's why I'm using it as the webcam because it's just kind of sitting in a bag other than that. Um, so the EOS tool doesn't give you tons of control over that. In fact, the software, when it brings it in, is a little confused because I've got the camera set at 1080p, but when I bring it in here, it says that it's 720p. You know, So a newer EOS camera, Canon camera, will probably be controlled a lot better than this one will be, but it does a pretty good job, and uh, I really enjoy using it. So there are your good. options. Again... Use your built-in webcam if you need to, you can use your smartphone, you can go and get a webcam from any store that sells computer equipment and it's going to do a pretty good job for you. You can use a, a camcorder and of course you could move all the way up and use one of your DSLRs and really get an interesting picture out of that when you're doing your live videos, your trainings and everything in between. So Steve, what do you think? What are you going to Are you going to go get a, a DSLR now because of all this? Have you got no. the mania? Uh, Yeah,
1: somewhat. I mean, I've got a Logitech. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Although, you can see a different quality difference between me and you, because I've got the shadows and the... You know, hot spots in right. the shadows and, and it doesn't
0: have the depth of field and all. Doesn't of that have kind the of fun depth stuff. of field. But it's a good, like that. It is a good yeah. camera. I've been using it for years. Oh like mean, and like I said, I'm going to take that you know camera and I'm going to be putting it on my Raspberry Pi behind me here so that I can do some webcam stuff there, and uh, you know that should still uh, do a pretty good job for that. I haven't tested it yet, but should do well as we test that out now before we get out of here today i do want to talk a little bit about that because i did uh just do a live video and i'm going to be doing a video series on youtube all about the raspberry pi 400 if you don't know what that is it's a if raspberry pi for those of you who don't know is a microcomputer uh, that uses a little raspberry tiny arm-based pi. computer a uh, little arm-based uh, um Uh, CPU and usually they're used for very specific purpose things. You embed them into, you know, some sort of device that you're building, or you embed them into something you're trying to automate. Uh, A lot of people will use them to create retro video game systems and then sell them on eBay and things like that. Um, It's just a, a very small but powerful computer system that can do a lot of things. Well. Up until now, it's always been a hobbyist computer because literally when you bought one, you just got a board. You know, you just got a little board and you'd, you'd buy a casing and you'd build the whole casing and everything else. Well, now what they've done is they've actually created a new version that um, is a full personal computer. It says right on the box, personal computer. The idea being that this could be the computer that you would use for your normal computing at home or even in a small office. And what's great about this thing is it's about the size of one of the uh, the smaller Apple uh, keyboards, the ones without the number mm-hmm. pad. So it's yeah. about that size, and inside of that keyboard is the entire computer. So the CPU, the memory, everything is inside the keyboard, kind of like a, a Commodore 64 or an old uh, Atari you know, 400 or, or what have you. Right. And what's cool about that is it's got that great retro feel to that. You just plug your stuff in and you go. You can plug it into a, a TV monitor. And, uh, you know, you have a computer for $100. So what I'm doing is I'm putting this thing to the test to see if it really is a personal computer. Can you use it for your everyday computer? Now, um, you know, I'm not going to, well, I was going to say, I'm not going to do my live videos like this on there, but we could do live videos with that, I'm sure. If we wouldn't have, uh, you know, the the TV studio software because it just doesn't exist. But um, as far as doing, you know, basic graphics, graphics. Uh, surfing the web, doing Gmail, doing uh, stuff for the escape room, putting together different programs, writing things. It's got everything that it needs in there. It uses the Chromium browser, which is basically Chrome. It's like an open source version of Chrome. And what was amazing to me with that is uh, I was using Convertry on there and, and building websites the other day. And Convertry requires Chrome. So like on my iMac, I can only use Convertry if I'm using Chrome. I can't do it on Safari or Firefox. has to be Chrome, but it worked perfectly fine on Chromium on the Raspberry Pi, so I was able to build sites on there, and it worked really well. I've done some screen captures on there. I've edited some videos, and we'll talk more about that as the series progresses, but so far, it seems like out of the box, it could be the type of computer that anybody could jump right into and start using as their daily computer for all their normal tasks. Mm-hmm. And it's, you or, know,
1: or as another computer for other things. Yep,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And you because
1: know, I've, I, I've got an old Windows 7 sitting right over there that I use to for lead kahuna for you know, sure. scraping and sending, you know,
0: yep, yep, yep. And uh you won't be using lead kahuna on this one, because there is no version of it, as far as I know, for uh Raspberry uh, Pi. But uh, you you can do it. But but all the other stuff that those guys make, I was using it for rep videos. I was using it for uh, Bright Social, and I was using it for um, uh, uh, Rep Kahuna, and it worked perfectly fine for those. You know anything that's web based. You know, yeah. works oh, really yeah. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it yeah, does a very yeah. nice job. I'm doing my emailing on there. And it comes with LibreOffice, so you get all of those Office softwares in there. You can always use Google Docs, you know, Sheets yeah. and, and Pages and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Docs and Sheets and… Uh, Sheets. Uh, what, uh, what there was the there's presenter? a PowerPoint slides. Yeah, whatever it slides, slides. I think it's just called Slides. But you've yeah. also got LibreOffice built into the system that has all of those tools in there as well. So… Mm. We will see how that goes. I've started to record some stuff and we'll put together a whole series and see if I can actually use this thing as a daily computer for most things. Um, I will cheat a little bit because obviously, you know, we're cheating right now. I'm using uh, my iMac to do this live video. And of course, if I've got stuff already in Final Cut that I have to work on, then I'll have to do it from there. But new videos and things, everything else, I'm going to try to do from that for the next week or two. And we'll see if it, uh, you know, if it can actually keep up. On entertainment as well as business
1: neato yeah oh, I'll, I'll be interested in hearing the results because up until this point it's like you said just been for hobbyists you know to kind of yep. mess around with yeah them. for
0: instance at the escape room we we've got some embedded in things to make you know certain things happen in in like the camp and and whatnot when things magically open and scare people um, it's done – some of them are done with Arduinos and some of them are done with Raspberry Pis, so it just depends. You need, but to,
1: you, you need to go over there and pound down the wall.
0: I know, right? <laughs> that scare always scares people. them. Oh, I, I actually, can hear it.
1: I can hear I, the thunder.
0: Yeah, the thunder just went – I actually went in the, the one side and there's um, – the cabin has – because you're in a, in a cabin in there, and there's actually some windows, some real windows in there. And we go in there, and, and the lightning shines, and there's like a, a shade over the window on the outside. And so uh-huh. when the light comes on, you can see somebody behind there. And so we'll go up, and we'll put our face and hands to the window and scare <laughs> people, and we'll bang on the window. And I smashed the window the other day. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, Fortunately, no. there's plexiglass over the window. So uh, on, on their side, there's no actual glass shards. But I did crack the and break the window on on my side, so Uh what are you going to do? Fix it. Nah, it looks better. Does it? Okay. looks scarier, (laughs) like an old cabin. Like an old cabin. All (laughs) right, well, with that, Steve, I think it's time for us to get on out of here and go play around with our Raspberry Pis and and webcams. What do you think? Mm,
1: Raspberry Pi. Yes.
0: And with my Raspberry Pi, one of the things that I'm going to be using – is the Movo UM700 desktop microphone, great for podcasting and voiceovers and screencasts and everything else. And as Steve said, it kind of looks like that other uh, microphone that people talk about. Uh, you know, Yeti. <clears throat> yes, we won't mention that, but yes, works very similar to the Yeti, but at a good price, you can get it much cheaper, works just as good, and it's actually uh, a little thinner. So one of the big problems with that, that other microphone is people say it's so big, it's jagged, it's like a barrel on your screen. Well, this one's a little Got skinnier, and a similar shape but a little bit skinnier. So that that's a, a helpful thing. But it does a really good job, and uh, I've been using it for recording the stuff with the Raspberry Pi, and it does a very very nice job. And you can pick one up right now by heading on over to pocketvideopro.com/um700. And that will get you the UM-700 microphone from Movo. And what's the cost again? Um, you know what? I'm not even sure exactly. It's somewhere around $100 right now, I think. Okay. I'm not, All right. it, it fluctuates Yeti's a little are, bit. But. Yeti's used to be
1: $100, but they're a lot more now.
0: Yeah, well, it depends. I, I think I got mine for like $170 back in the day. and Oh, did you? I got mine for 100 Yeah, they were 100.
1: expensive. And later on though. the
0: the yeah the older one, like I had eventually went down to close to about a hundred bucks one hundred and twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and now they 've got new versions, and so they 're even more expensive but
1: oh okay
0: and they changed that the was good al- good alternative yeah it that is a good change. alternative, as with most movo products, so be sure to check it out again pocketvideopro.com slash u m seven zero zero, and with that we 're going to hit our funky music and get ourselves out of here, Steve so here.